All right, Penn Nation, listen up, guys. In this crazy sport that we all love of mixed martial arts, we all know that styles make fights and that some athletes only know how to go out there and compete in the most entertaining way possible. The blood and guts warriors that leave it all on the line every time they compete and show their true heart in that cage or octagon. Our next guest is one of those guys and somebody I've had the pleasure of working with over the years. Please welcome to the show the bad boy himself, Leonard Garcia. What is the good word, Leonard? How have you been, man? It's been a while, my friend. <laughs> life is good, man. Just, uh, like I said, I was enjoying the retired life and then, uh, you know, got, got, uh, a phone call from a close personal friend telling me about some stuff that was going on and, you know, decided to kind of chime in and, you know, it, 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 it rang a couple bells. So I don't know, you know, I might, I might, uh, might be coming out of retirement soon. Might maybe you know do doing a uh, a couple bare knuckle fights and and uh, I don't know yet. You know we're 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 still seeing where it's all going to end up. All right. Well, listen. I, obviously, I wanted to get all to all of that stuff, but since it's been such a long time since I think you've even done an interview with uh, with the media outlet, I just wanted to catch up on what life has been like for you during retirement. What what have you been up to? What are you doing to keep busy? Life is good, man. I'm working uh, over at uh, a company called Automation X. I am uh, uh, doing oil and gas. You know, uh, living in in uh, Texas, uh, there's you know you're 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 either gonna just settle down and and, and be a family man. You know, I, I, I live in a small city, uh, Plainview, Texas. So there's not very much to do there. Um, you know, it's it's uh, uh, factory work and and warehouse work or the oil field and uh you know i i had uh i had a little knowledge um you know and and uh electrical and instrumentation uh before i started fighting so uh i just i just followed up on that man and and uh you know made a career of it right so happy healthy i know you're a devout christian you're very close to your family family man as you just mentioned so life is good just regular nine to five absolutely man life is great it's it's uh it's a lot more than a regular nine to five like i said i do a lot of a lot of the ministry stuff um you know and and uh, i've got really flexible hours i kind of you know i i call the shots here man so i i do what i want um and and uh, as long as things are rolling smooth and everything's good it it, it works out really well that's beautiful that's beautiful so it gives me time to to, to train every night as well uh, i still stay uh very active like i said i got a group of guys uh, that work here uh, with for me and with me, and uh, you know I I, uh, I make it part of the job, man. They they have to uh, they have to get in there and work out with me every day, so it, it, it keeps the old man in shape. <laughs> keeps the old man <laughs> in shape and keeps the guys under you uh, in line, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you know that was going to be my next question. It sounds like you, you do train a lot daily, and and you're still involved in the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when, when, uh, when, when I, you know, just, just when this bare knuckle thing jumped out, I was, you know, I, I seen it right away and it, it, it caught my attention. Just, you know, I always said, I wish we could just punch each other, <laughs> you know, and, and, and not worry about the takedowns, not worry about getting kicked or kneed in the head. I just wish we could stand in front of each other and just, you know, draw a line in the sand and, and see who the better man was. And uh, when when I seen this sport come up, I was like, why did this come years after I was out? But, you know, 
I was talking to the group and, 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 you know, talked to uh, Cowboy and Dwayne Ludwig and everybody else. And I was like, man, what do you guys think about this sport? You know, like, what do you see? And everybody always tells me the same thing. It's a tailor-made sport for a guy like you. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so, so it just, it, it kind of makes sense, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, I don't know if it's, a. uh, uh what do they what do they call it a, a middle-aged uh, a mid-life, midlife crisis, crisis. yeah yeah i you know and and i guess we we won't know until i get in there you know um but you know it's it's just it's it's just an interesting thought right now um and, and uh you know with with uh with the beef that had come up with with uh cowboy and diego it just it just kind of opened the door to it and uh, you know i got a little emotional and thought that that was the best way to handle it, and I, you know, I just, I just kind of put the idea out there. Right, right, right. Well, again, you, you jumped ahead a bit on me here, but since you're bringing it up, we might as well get to it now. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because I had Phil Baroni on a few weeks ago, and he has a bare knuckle fight. I, I guess you know the the uh, federation there has been reaching out to a lot of former MMA guys or guys that aren't as active as they used to be. And he had said the exact same thing. He said, this thing was tailor-made for me. This is the kind of stuff that I thrive in, these kind of battles. I would love it. And immediately when I thought of you and you mentioned this, I thought, oh, my God, this would be perfect for Leonard. So yeah. needless to say, regardless of all the stuff you know, with Diego and everything, I'd like to get into that in a moment. But it sounds to me like uh, the BKFF or uh, BKBFF, they've reached out to you? They have. Yes, sir. And it sounds to me like, regardless of Diego or anything, you you're you're looking at doing this. Yes, absolutely. We're, we're, we've uh, you know I've talked to my wife about it. Uh, you know, I, I mean that that that's the thing. It's just like now, um, you know, she's my partner in everything I do, man. So we gotta we we put our heads together. We 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 thought about it long and hard, and you know it's it's you know I left the sport. I felt like I I I, I left the sport. I should have left it in a better form or fashion. Um, I don't feel like I left. I feel like I left a mark. I just don't feel like I left the mark that I wanted to leave. You know, I wanted to walk away on a win like everybody else does. Of course. And, uh, you know, since since that didn't happen, I feel like it left it left a big page, uh, you know, a next chapter in life uh, to get to it. But I also always have that. And I don't want to become the old dude that thought he should have when he had the chance or, or thought, well, you know, I could have done this or I could have done that. You know, I've, I've always, I've always done everything, you know, kind of spur of the moment type deal and, and was like, yeah, I'm just going to go for it. And I don't think this should change anything. I think this should be the same way. So I kind of feel like it's a great idea. Um, we like it. We have talked to, uh, you know, the, these guys about it, uh, uh, WBK, KF, we have spoken to them uh, several times. Matter of fact, I spoke to them today. Um, so you know, it's it's definitely something that's going to happen. Wow, man! So you heard it here first, BJPen.com Radio. The fighter's voice, Leonard Garcia, is going to come out of retirement for a bare knuckle fight. That is the news. Yes, sir. Tremendous, man. All right, so listen. Let, let's let's backtrack a bit here. Okay. You had made some headlines this week when you chimed in about this beef on Cowboy Cerrone and Greg and uh, Jackson Wink, rather. Obviously, as you just mentioned, you didn't really get into specifics, but but you always had your back for your brother Cowboy, as you always will, and you addressed Diego Sanchez, like you just mentioned. 
Uh, before we get into the challenge that you made, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, specifically why and, and, and maybe that beef with, with Diego to that extent, what made you want to challenge him? Uh, how long in the, in your opinion, how long has this tension between Cowboy and Jackson Wink been growing based on your perspective? Um, you know, from what I've seen and, and, um, you know, from what I see, I've, I, I, I watched, I watched it all happen. I watched it all unfold. Um. Of course, you know, me and Cowboy, I, I actually got there first and brought Cowboy in, um, and then he just never left, you know, and it, and it, it kind of, it worked that way, and then, um, you know, I, I played out uh, my career, did I ran, it ran its course, and then uh, Cowboy really started blowing up. Well, during the time of him blowing up, the gym really started changing. It started becoming um, a little more money-driven. Uh, a couple things were changing, you know, the, the, uh, there, there was kind of alliances being made, um, behind closed doors. Some of the, uh, real tight knit people, uh, you know, would, would kind of have meetings. Uh, you've seen, you know, longtime members leave, uh, just a, a bunch of different things. You know, you, you could, you could kind of see it happening. Um, the writing was on the wall. Yes. The writing was like, exactly. So, so eventually, um, it was going to become more of a, you know, I would say more of a Mike Winklejohn uh, uh, kind of set up, you know, the way he wanted to run things. And understandably, he, you know, he, he's the one that paid uh, the money to have it that way. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you can't argue with, with, with the, uh, the owner, you know, it's just kind of one of those things, you know, you just kind of either you fall in or you fall out. Right. Well, Cowboy decided that, you know, he loved Greg. He always wanted to stay with Greg. He didn't want to go anywhere. So he was like, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna kind of just stick around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna, you know, use Greg to come over to the house and, you know, help, help get me ready for my fights. And I'll still come into Jackson's and use the guys as, as, you know, training partners when, when I need them. So I kind of understand, um, their take. I kind of understand the coach's take. I understand what we did. And, and, and you know what? To me, it makes sense what he did. He chose Mike Perry over Cowboy because Mike Perry uses him and Cowboy doesn't. And it's his gym. That makes sense to me. You know what? That happened. Great. It worked. It worked out that way. Uh, Cowboy really didn't spend a lot of time there, but it became an issue because, you know, Cowboy is telling Greg, well, what if you know, I I want to I, I want to come into this place. I don't want you know. At the end of the day, fighting is like a mental, a really big mental uh, battle. You know, of course, of within course. within yourself. Uh, you you know, you you sit in that corner and you ask yourself questions. You know, nobody else knows this, but you ask yourself questions when you're sitting in the corner. When they're giving you instructions, giving you water, you're thinking in your head. You're trying to listen to what they're saying. You're trying to assess how you were doing that round. You try to think of everything you did to get prepared. You try to think of different things, but so many things are running through your mind. What does he know? Why was he confident in this area? Why did he smirk whenever I did this? Why did right, he, you know, right. you ask <laughs> right. yourself every question in the book because why? It's a competitive battle. It's a fight. You, you're, you're fighting tooth and nail. You're trying to knock the other guy out or you're trying to finish him. And, it's just, you know, it's, it's war. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's a fight. So 
all these mental things are playing out in your head. Now, in preparation, if you're thinking, man, he's where I used to be. He's around all the people that I've trained with for years. He's in there with the coaches that have trained me for all these years. What does he know? You know, so so Cowboy just went to Greg and tells him, how about just for this camp, you don't let him train here. Right, all, right. Uh, on, on the simple fact that I can't, you know, I, I, I don't want him knowing all these things. But if you can't, I respectfully understand it's not going to change anything because at the end of the day, he still got to get in there against me. I still got to get in there against him. And in reality, you can't learn something about somebody in a few months. You know, you, you, you can learn enough to, to kind of get a game plan ready, but you can't learn everything that you need to know. And both of their dynamics, it makes for a great fight either way. So Absolutely, uh, absolutely. But but to stick with what you're saying here, at the end of the day, man, I mean, it's like uh, yeah, when, 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 you, when you combine with that loyalty with what you're talking about, somebody knowing uh, your tendencies, whatever those things, having those tricks up their sleeves, that those secrets on the opposing side, I mean, that hurts. That hurts to think yes. that a team that you've been with for over a decade. I mean, I yeah. can I can completely understand where Cowboy's coming from on that. So so then so then when when Cowboy said what he said about their coaches and said what he said about everything else, I really I I felt like man, I kind of felt bad, and I was like, you know what, uh. You know, it is what it is. He said what he had to say. It's, it's you know, the the coaches, are, they'll, they'll do what they've always done. You know, when it happened with John Jones and Rashad, they kind of, nobody really said anything about it. They kind of flew under the radar and it was over with. When it happened, you know, when it happened, it always happens. Like, this thing always plays out because there's very few top MMA gyms and there's so many people that want to go there and so many people that can get there. There's not like an exclusive club here or there that they're like, oh, that's it. Only this number of people can come here. You know, it turns into what Jackson's is now. It turns into, okay, however many guys we get here to pay the monthly bills, it's going to pay the rent, and that's what we're going to do. So, with all that being said, he says what he has to say about the coaches. Didn't say anything about the fighters. And that's why it struck a nerve when Diego decided to jump in and say something. And by... By all means, I've got tons of respect for Diego. You know, I, I, I have, I, uh, man, he's been one of my favorite fighters for a number of years. You know, I think, I think his attitude towards fighting is great. You know, I mean, the dude is a wild man. He's crazy. Um, and, and I'll be honest, you know, it was scary to call a dude like Diego out in a bare knuckle match. I mean, that's, <laughs> dude. It, I mean, tell me, who wants to see Diego like that? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a scary thought. But at the end of the day, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? If Diego's that amped up about it, and he really, you know, feels like whatever, I know he's kind of on his last fights in the UFC. And, I mean, it wouldn't be completely out of the question for him to say, you know what? I know I'm on my last few fights. Uh, Bare Knuckles is paying pretty well. You know what? This might be a crazy fight. I definitely did it with the thought that he would say, you know what, let's do it. And, I mean, and and, and that's, you know, kind of where it came from, man. That's kind of, you know, it, it was a lot of think, a lot of thinking behind it. Um, you know, some anxiety, some, some uh, you know, uh, 
second thoughts. I was like, man, I'm, I don't know if I should do this. This dude is nuts. Uh, right. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't like you were doing this out of emotion. This was premeditated. You thought about it before you, before you, you know, challenged him and released that statement a couple days ago for four days. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I talked to cowboy, told cowboy, you know, I didn't tell cowboy what I was going to do. I just kind of thought, man, you know, it's kind of messed up, man. What happened? You know, I sat down and I talked to my wife. I talked to my pastor. I told him what was going on, and it was not that it wasn't out of anger. You know that that's that's why you know I was thinking to myself, it's not out of anger, it's not out of anything. It's out of the actual loyalty and everything that went into it. You know what I mean? Like like uh, Diego was there when me and Cowboy were there, and then for him to kind of choose sides and say, "Well, Platinum Mike Perry's been helping me and doing this and doing that." So it, it, it like all steamrolled and it kind of got me to where I was like, you know what? If in fact he is that frustrated and that mad and he's willing to take a fight against Cowboy, you know what? Cowboy has brothers too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody else was speaking up for him. Nobody else was doing anything. So I said, you know what? And and it sucked, man, because Diego's a good friend of mine. You know, he, he is a, a, a man. I mean. Well, you all came it up together, just, man. You all came up together. You share something yeah, that not a man, lot of people yeah. share together. Yeah, so so like I said, man, this this by no means was in any way trying to be disrespectful. This was in no means me trying to get attention. I mean, if you want attention, there's better ways to get it than to calling out a crazy dude like Diego Sanchez <laughs> in a pair of knuckle pads. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, 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 it had nothing to do with that, man. It just, it all kind of, kind of came to, uh, a point where I had to make a, a decision and I'm like, you know what? He went on social media and said what he had to say. I'm going to give him an opportunity to say it to me, you know? And, and, uh, you know, I told Cowboy, look, man, you worry about your fight. You worry about getting ready and handling what you got to handle. Don't worry about what Diego said. Don't worry about what anybody else says. I'll kind of try to jump in there and, and bridge that gap so you clear your mind of any of that crap. You haven't trained with him long enough for him to give any of your secrets. You know, he knows you. But, hell, everybody knows you're a, a, a crazy athletic dude. They know that you can do this. They know you can do that. We know what he's getting ready for, man. We know, you know, Mike Perry's going to try to hit him to the liver. He's going to try to hit him hard, early and fast. I mean, these are all things that we know Cowboys opponents are going to do. So, we just have to counter all that. You know what I mean? We have so, to get in there. Get, so, know, a lot of this ready. for you, like, not only not only was this an opportunity presenting itself that you thought you thought about, reflected on for a while, and came to this conclusion, but you're also doing this to give assurance to your, you know, arguably your best friend in the business. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now, Mike Perry had told me that Cowboy had asked the coaching staff not to train Mike for their upcoming fight, like like we were just talking about, out of respect for him and loyalty and whatnot, and that Mike believed that's where it all started. But based on you know everything you just explained to me, that was just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, absolutely. It's just it 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 wasn't it wasn't you know just just for that. It was it was, it was a number of things. You know, like hey, I mean. You know, not not just out of respect for him, but like, man, come on. You know, you got I've trusted you guys for this many years. Uh, You know, maybe I've told you guys some things that I, you know, I might worry about if you guys tell him. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it's just out of respect. Like, 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 
you know, get, get, give me that, you know, get, get, give me at least that. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, with, 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 with anything else, man, there, there's so many driving factors in the, in this sport and money's always been one of them. And I mean, you know, I mean, hey, man, you just look at where the sport's at today, and that's very evident that money is the driving factor here. So, absolutely, man. So, I, I mean, I, you know, and, and you know, we're, we're, I'm, I'm just like I said, man. It presented itself. I thought it was a good idea to get in there and 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 have somebody go to bat for Cowboy as well. You know what I mean? I mean, he he, uh, you know, he 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 needs support as well. You know, and 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 the only reason I it was towards Diego, you know, could have been. I, I, I didn't attack any of the coaching staff. I kind of understand where that's at. Money is the driving factor, and okay, fine. But the only reason I got on there and said anything to Diego is because I felt like, as a fighter, he shouldn't have he shouldn't have jumped into it. Right, right. Now, listen, you were with uh, Jackson Wank for your entire professional career, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and, yes, and let me preface all this by saying I would never ask you to speak on something that you're not comfortable with. Any okay. of these accusations, uh, whatever the case is, but Cowboy did make some scathing accusations on the Joe Rogan podcast. The the coaches selling steroids to high school kids, the wrestling coach, Winkle John being a liar, money hungry, money being the driving force is kind of what you're telling me already. But what can you say about all those things from your perspective, if you even care to speak on it at all? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the coach that's in there right now, the wrestling coach, I have no idea. Like, I've never met him, don't know anything about him. I know he's uh, a good friend with Diego Sanchez. Um, I will say this about Cowboy. Cowboy talks trash about a lot of things, but, he, he, he you know, the, the good thing is Cowboy's uh, uh, just a super honest guy. He, he, he just, he kind of... He gets in trouble for calling it like it is. He doesn't have a filter, so he says stuff sometimes that gets him in trouble. For instance, on that podcast, what did the idiot say? That he uh, transported drugs into somewhere, allegedly. <laughs> you know, It's like, come on, dude. You can't say stuff like that, you know. But he's a pretty on- – he's, he's, he's honest, man. I mean, Oh, that, yeah, that, he, he definitely comes off as a straight shooter, and I get what yeah. you're saying. Sometimes honesty is a pretty painful medicine. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing. So if he said the dude was selling steroids, it's because he, he, he's seen that report somewhere. You know what I mean? I mean, right, so right. If, if he said he was, I mean, it, like I said, he doesn't really talk out of turn. If he said something, it's because he has, uh, especially something like that, an accusation or something, he usually won't say it unless there's concrete evidence. So I, I truly believe he has concrete evidence um, that to, to support what he said. Um, do I know that that happened? Absolutely not. So I won't even say that I know for sure. Right. Or yes. Right. No. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I don't personally don't even know the guy. So um, did he sell drugs to some kid in high school? I have no idea. Okay. Um, All right. Fair enough. I, Fair enough. Because you know, but based on what Cowboy is saying, it seems like you know all of those things, all of those accusations, those are all separate incidents that that led to him leaving. But you know, the, this whole situation with Winkle, John, and Jackson, it sounds like overall, stepping back, having Mike Winkle, John, you know, kind of run the show, uh, that caused the decline in the gym. And, you know, so many big names have parted ways over the years. Like you mentioned earlier, Cowboy spilling the beans on everything now. You know, it makes me wonder how many other athletes this kind of thing has happened to before. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, I know, I know there's been a lot of close relationships, uh, 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 long standing relationships. Uh, one of the coaches when I was there, uh, Coach Luttrell, 
he was he was one of the when 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 I got to Jackson's he was one of the head coaches um had a class every week that we used to all attend and uh you know all of a sudden he was gone and and so little by little man the the uh you know the the coaching staff kind of changed a lot um and I mean Haley I guess in anything that you do there's going to be a lot of changes there's uh especially in this sport but I really feel like now it has really turned like you know he he said uh, if a bum pays a little bit of money he'll be in there sparring with uh with Holly Holm as, as you know that's as simple as he put it he said that you know uh he said that's a true story. He said he can he can back that up with proof. So I believe it, man. I, and and uh, it sucks, man. So sucks so you haven't so you haven't been affiliated with Jackson Wink in quite some time, then. Man, it's been for me. It's been what four years, three years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, since I've been there um, last, and and uh, you know, last, like like I said, I have seen, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the post, a lot of the new coaches. Um, but you know, everything is different. You know, you 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 see dudes posting on Instagram. You know uh, that that uh, you know that little uh, number that they got in there saying you know the best fighters in the world walk through these doors. I, I mean, I've 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 seen that posted on so many people's uh, you know so many people's Snapchats and little stories and and this and that. Just it's a big deal now. I know when I was there, that wouldn't happen. Um, yeah, you could. You could not walk into the uh, the the old gym on a coma fifty five oh five a coma. Uh, I mean, they used to lock the door sometimes for the pro practices. You know, you basically couldn't come in unless you had a key. And, and that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Exclusive access to the professionals that are in there getting ready for a fight. And like Joe Rogan said on my podcast, uh, boxing would never do that. You you no. that that would be completely out of question. You're you're training for a prize fight with a bunch of money on the line, your legacy on the line as well. You would be keeping as many things secret as you could. Absolutely. And not I, endangering your athlete. Yeah, and then not not being in jail. You know, it's – it's and, I mean, you hear these guys saying, oh, hell, I walked in there and it was a full-on fight. Uh, I mean, anybody who has any sense will tell you you don't need that getting ready for a fight. You do enough fighting in the cage. You need to have – proper preparation and you know getting your skill sets down getting everything ready to go fine-tuned everything else you don't need a full-on fight you dang sure don't need to be fighting no bums off right. the street right they no. got, you know and that's a serious accusation man saying that that uh you know taking a bum off the street to go get beat up that's pretty crazy yeah i mean you know and and uh like i said i i i I think the closest I seen to that was uh, when we were at Jackson's. We would have these crazy, and I guess every MMA uh, gym has it, where you would have this crazy karate dude that would walk in and say, "You know what? <laughs> <laughs> MMA's gangster and everything, but my kung fu Kai, or you know whatever it is that I got, it's a secret to it all, and I can prove it now by demonstration." I'll spar this one of these dudes, and you know they'd be like, "Ah, Cowboy Leonard, you're up." You know, let's <laughs> let's, let's, see, let's see what's going on. And uh, I've seen that happen before, but like I said, the, the yeah, guy every was gym a, every gym has that story. The guy comes in and says, "You know, his chi is far stronger than yours," and absolutely, he gets pummeled absolutely. to a bloody mess. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and and that's I've I've, I've been a part of that. I've I've actually uh, been been the dude that got to prove that his uh, his style wasn't the right one. You know, like hey, you might want to come in here and take some classes. You know, yeah, yeah, but right. That you know that that was the closest that it ever came to to it being the way it is now. Um, and, uh, and according to, to Cowboy and them, uh, you know, and, and, and to everybody else, that, that's what it is. You know, if you've got the money to get through the door, you're in. So where does this leave you with, with Jackson Wink? I mean, you're talking about coming back for a bare-knuckle fight. I mean, are you just going to no longer affiliate yourself with the gym, or are, are, you, are you kind of, uh, you know, distance, distancing yourself from that now? Yeah, well, you know, my, my, uh, I, did, I did do my last fight camp with them. Um, for for this for this matchup specifically, um, I would always go to uh, my longtime training partner, uh, co- you know, slash coach Dwayne Ludwig. You know, he's my cousin. He married my cousin Jessica Ludwig, but she wasn't Ludwig before, but she is now. Right. Um, you know, she married. He married my cousin Jess. He's always been a part of all my big fights. Uh, you know, he's always been the guy to get me ready, um, you know, him, possibly, uh, Mike Valley, uh, who you sold pads for me. Of but, course, you know, of it, course. It's, it's no longer, it's no longer a thought of MMA. There's no wrestling, uh, no jujitsu, but if I had to go back, I would just go to the BMF ranch if I was going to fight MMA. And, uh, you know, I would, I would follow, fall, fall in with Cowboy and, uh, yeah, I would just stay away from Jackson's. Okay. Now you mentioned Dwayne Ludwig there. Uh, I know you guys were always tight. It, it's funny. I remember uh, way back in the day interviewing you, and then Dwayne right after. You guys would be telling me to say one thing to the other guy and whatnot. But uh, good times. I know you guys have always been tight. Uh, that being said, though, does he know that you're planning to come out of retirement? Yeah, we we we've talked about it. I got we got we've had uh, three or four conversations about it. He told me uh, absolutely. If I do come back, he's going to help me get ready for it. So, uh, you know, it's 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 a good deal. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. What what better guy to any striking art? What better guy to to have coaching you? I mean, he's so meticulous. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm even uh, I'm even uh, putting in a special request, man, to have him help uh, Cowboy get ready for this Mike Perry fight. Um, it's what I'm kind of hoping is going to happen. Well, I mean, with Cowboy, dude, I, I, I'm right there with you 100%, because as soon as Cowboy said he's going back to Denver, I immediately think to myself, Dwayne Ludwig, Trevor Whitman as well. I mean, both those guys would only be immensely beneficial to Cowboy if he had an opportunity to work with them both. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, to, to, to me, what Dwayne sees and what he can teach, I mean, TJ is a, a – uh, TJ's. I mean, of course, he's the model. You know, he's, he's, he's the uh, – I mean, heck, if you just see what TJ is able to do now uh, under the tutelage of Dwayne, I mean, why wouldn't you want to go train with Dwayne Love? Right, right. But, uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. It, it just makes perfect sense. I hope that uh, him and Cowboy can come to an agreement. And, uh, you know, that once once that happens, then, then uh, you know, it, it, I think it'll all fall into place, man. Uh, you know, Cowboy will go do his camp there, and then uh, hopefully I can get out there and, and, and do mine. And uh, we'll just we'll just see how it plays out. Awesome, man! Awesome. It's it sounds like this all sounds very familiar to me. It feels familiar and it feels good, and I'm sure it feels good for you too. Absolutely. Oh, it's a beautiful thing, man. So, getting back to the 
you know, getting away from the Jackson Wink beef and, and, and back to this, this fight, this potential fight, are you thinking just one and done? Are you thinking a couple of them? I mean, it sounds like the money's right. And, uh, you know, who doesn't like a big payday for going in there and doing something they love? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, um, we discussed that me and my wife and, um, you know, with, with, with anything, you don't want to one and done anything. I, I would think, um, that the smartest thing to do would be fine to sign a, uh, a three fight deal. Okay. Uh, see how the first one plays out and then, uh, you know, get better and stronger by the second one. And then hopefully, uh, get the last one in before I hit 40, man. I really did never plan on fighting past 40 years. Uh, my original plan, plan was to fight till I was 40 years old. Uh, we kind of got away from that due to, you know, there were several things, man, that, 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 that happened that played out, um, that led to an early retirement. You know, it, it was, it was a number of things. Uh, a couple of things didn't didn't uh, didn't work out. They didn't pan out. Uh, I had some issues with the IRS that were pretty stressful. Uh, and, <laughs> Those bastards. Know, yeah, it's you know hell. If they gave me an IRS agent in the second or third fight, I'd retire after that because I'd probably be in jail. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't be able to fight from behind bars. No, I'm kidding, man. You know. Uh, <laughs> Man, if I got any advice to any of you young fighters out there, man, pay your taxes. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, heck, the Bible even tells you you got to do it. So, uh, you know, you got to you got to listen. You got to do it, man. Yeah, that's that that's a brutal one. They always say get a good accountant behind you and absolutely um, the, get a the, good wife and a good accountant. Right, right, for sure. Now, what weight class, what weight would you, are are they proposing, and what weight would you like to compete at? Are you going to come back maybe a little heavier? Yeah, I definitely won't be fighting at 45 anymore. Uh, I, I, I can still make 45. It's just too much of a strain. I, I, I feel like, uh, I, I just don't don't feel like that's um, the smartest thing to do, especially not in a bare-knuckle match, only because, uh, you know, you dehydrate, it gives you... Uh, more room for concussions you know you get less fluid in your brain yeah uh when you dehydrate all of those things so uh 55 or 65 man is what we're looking at um 55 is i you know i'm i'm, I'm at uh, 180 right now you know 180 i feel good i'm pretty solid i work out every day so it's it's like a solid 180 you know i i, I gained i think i gained like 20 pounds whenever i quit fighting competitively um, and it wasn't 20 good pounds. I had a little bit of a, not a belly, but, you know, it kind of looked like a little pudge. Um, <laughs> I got rid of that and started, you know, and that, that, that lasted for about three to four months. Um, you know, I always kid with Cowboy and tell him like 250 pounds, 300 pounds. Then he sees me in the fights and he's like, you punk. Is this, you know, at, so uh, you know it's 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 good, man. I think I think uh, one fifty five or one sixty five, whatever, whatever, wherever they feel the the opponent is right. And uh, like I said, I, I want to fight guys that I'm scared of, so I want challenges um, because I think that's the only way I really show up for something. All right, so two part question here. One, have are you thinking of a date already? And two, if Diego's not down for this, who else do you have in mind? Does anybody else come to mind immediately? Man, there's, 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 uh, you know, there, there's a number of people that I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, this guy, Nick, the ghost Gonzalez, he's in the lightweight tournament. Me and him had a hell of a fight, uh, MMA rules. And, uh, he kind of said that, uh, that I shouldn't have choked him out, that I should have just threw hands the whole time. 
I felt like I did really good throwing hands with him. Uh, I felt like I got the better of him. But if he feels like I didn't, you know, well, here's another opportunity. You know, I think we had fight of the year at Legacy uh, in 2016, I believe. Right, I remember the Legacy 2015. days. 2015. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, it might so, have been 2015. Uh, yeah, 2015. Yeah, so, uh, you know, everybody kind of watched that fight. I know he entered that tournament, the, the 155 tournament. So, he's a guy that I'd like to, if if he felt like it wasn't a fair, you know, a fair win for me and he thinks he could do better, um, in this, this, this style of fight, I think, uh, I think I'll prove him wrong. Uh, that one might, that one makes sense. Uh, I don't know, man. I haven't seen enough of the, uh, enough of the people on the roster at those weight classes, but I don't know, man. I, I, I would throw my hat in there against anybody at bare knuckle, you know? Oh, of course. I would... Well, I, you were always that way with uh, mixed martial arts as well. You'd fight anybody anytime, but like you were saying earlier, man, and like I agree with you hundred percent. This really does lend itself. This this rule set really lends itself to your style and um, shit, man. I think you could have a lot of success with it. Yeah, you know, and, and like I said, man. I mean, I I don't I don't want to become that dude that's you know looks geriatric and is out there not right, chasing glory. Like, yeah, chasing you know like like I I don't know, man. If 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 I get out there and I watch it and I question my skill set in any way, shape or fashion, or if I look at it and I'm like, man, that doesn't even look good. Uh, you know, then, then I'll respectfully step away. I'm not, I'm not doing it, uh, for money or, or, or for anything else. It's just, I still have a little bit of that itch. And then this, this format was made specifically for me. I believe that this was back in, I can't remember what era it was that these dudes used to fight with no gloves and just bare knuckle, you know, Oh, uh, but that, I, I believe that was my era. I should have been alive back then, but now I got an opportunity to live now and do it. So, you know, I'm going to get in there, man. I'm going to give it hell. Hell yeah, brother. Very exciting stuff. I'm super pumped for it. I know the fans will be too, and I'm sure we'll be having you on the show several times in the lead up to it, but this all kind of comes to a point for me personally. I've always felt like you were one of the few guys that called it quits at the right time especially considering everything that we've learned about traumatic brain injury over the past few years, seeing guys like Gary Goodridge and everything he's going through. You just said that obviously you don't want to go out there and not feel right, not look right. You don't want to go out there and be a geriatric, uh, but you can't keep getting into wars and expect to live a long, happy life after fighting, right? A lot of people say that uh, Diego himself is already punch drunk. Hey, I, I, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like, uh, like his speech has changed over the years. Um, I feel like, uh, uh, I don't, you know, he has had a lot of, a lot of big wars. Um, unfortunately, he's been knocked out before. I have the privilege of saying I've never been knocked out. Never, you know. Uh, Shit, man, I my, <laughs> that's all ringing a bell. I completely forgot about that, dude. Never in all those crazy ass wars you've been in have you ever been knocked out. Never, I mean, I, I was hurt. I think Mike Brown, he hit me so hard that I felt my legs stop moving. I said, well, there goes my legs. <laughs> and uh, I remember hitting the ground and thinking, God dang it, I just fell down. And, and you know, came right back around. That, that was the hardest I've ever been hit. And it was right behind the ear in a perfect spot. Um, I mean, it, it, it wasn't Mike's fault. He threw the punch. I ducked my head that way. 
right in the back of the head, real close to where Diego just got elbowed. And, uh, you know, he folded like a lawn chair, man. I bounced up and bounced right back. Um, is an elbow and a punch two different strikes? Absolutely. But I just, you know, I, I feel like I, I, I held uh, I held my chin uh, for all those years. I haven't taken any damage in the last, you know, three years. I've just done nothing but uh, a, a, a lot of bag work, a lot of, you know, a lot of movement. Um, I actually keep my hands up now more than I ever have in my whole career. So <laughs> hopefully that translates into this bare knuckle thing. But, you know, it's it's just I, I, I really I really feel like I still have some good years left. And uh, but like you said, man, if I get out there and I get hit wrong and I and, and I feel like, man, this could affect what I'm doing now in life. Um, I'm just I, I'll just, you know, I'll call it quits. I got to tell you, man, it, it is awesome to hear. Not only is it awesome to talk to you again, but it's awesome to hear that you're coming back to competition again under this rule set and that you've thought about it. It's not a hasty uh, spur of the moment thing. This is this is something that you've really contemplated and thought out. And I think that, uh, personally, I think that it should all work out and go well for you, man. And you'll get a couple of great fights in before you finally decide to hang them up for good. But, uh, listen, we've gone a long time here, almost 45 minutes. I greatly appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, my friend. I guess in conclusion, though, please feel free to, you know, get anything off your chest, uh, any closing statement you want to make, and let us know when we should all expect to see you make this bare knuckle debut. Man, you know what? making the uh bear duckle debut i will know i'll get more details soon it won't be until after december so maybe january or february so it's got to give give myself a little time to prepare of course uh kind of line things out make sure everything's fine make sure the family's good um you know of course shout out to uh uh my church fcf faith christian fellowship in plainview texas uh for standing behind me and 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 always you know helping me make uh, great decisions in life and, and, and living a, you know, a good blessed life. Uh, my wife, of course, uh, you know, she's my partner, man. I can't do anything without her. Um, you know, Cowboy Cerrone for lighting this fire again, you know, uh, uh, getting me back in there. Dwayne Ludwig for helping me get ready. Uh, Mike Valley as well for reaching out. Um, you know, everybody, man, just, just, uh, uh it takes a village. Yeah, man, it, it, it really does, you know, and if you want to make the proper comeback, you got to make the proper moves, you got to make the proper steps, and I think we're taking all of those, and, um, you know, I just want everybody to know, man, if I do, when I do get back in there, it's going to be a great show, you know, it's not going to be a, a circus act, it's going to be a hell of a fight, you guys know what I can do, and, uh, you know, I'm going to cut loose, man. Man, anybody that knows you is always excited to watch you compete. What you bring to this sport is truly something special, truly a sight to behold, and I can't tell you enough how excited I am. But what would you say to all the fans that have supported you during your time off and are going to support you in this return, and where can everybody find you on social media to stay in touch? Yeah, man, I, everybody out there, man, it's it's been, you know what, these, these last few years, man, running into people, uh, having people hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, at Bad Boy Garcia on Instagram, at Bad Boy Garcia on Twitter. Uh, my Facebook, uh, at, you know, just Leonard Garcia. But, man, you know, I've, I've, I've always appreciated you guys. I, I, I feel, man, you don't understand how good it feels for my kids to see somebody walk up to me and tell me, hey, man, we've loved all your fights. It's been a pleasure watching you all these years. It feels really good when my kids can see that. and They get to, you know, take one more ride before we truly decide to hang them up. And, uh, 
you know, that that's it, man. I appreciate you guys. You know, I, I go out there and give you guys everything, everything I've got every time, man. And, I, and I'm glad that you guys have always appreciated that about me. And, uh, you know, that, that that's it, man. That's that's why I do this. For the love of it all, my friend. That's absolutely, man. You got to love a good fight. <laughs> Especially when the bad boy's involved. Listen, thanks again, <laughs> Leonard. Anytime you want to catch up and speak your mind, please just hit me up. Uh, we always got a spot on BJPenn.com radio for you. And, of course, we'll catch up once a fight gets announced and help you promote this thing. Uh, thank you so much for all this time you gave me today. I hope you have a wonderful evening, my friend. Much love, brother. I appreciate you, brother. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Later.